That's because I um I just get a little wild and it's time for a snack break. I'm so excited about this episode. I'm excited too. <laughs> you know, because we're, okay, I'm just going to cut to the chase. We're talking about footwork today, and I'm giving you actionable movement solutions to the footwork problems that you might have. And I love talking about the feet because our feet are the foundation of everything, right? Not because there's a fetish there. We just no, feet are important. Not at all. Feet, footwork is important. I actually, yeah, my feet are really, um, they're not good looking feet. They, what? Uh, what? Well, I don't know. I just keep losing toenails. I actually, no. The uh, thing is, is that I'm in an emotional space right now where I just am like desperately craving a pedicure. Um, and like ski boots have caused me to lose my, my big toenails three years in a row. And I'm just really over it. Um, but that's not the kind of feet stuff we're talking about today. We are talking about footwork from the comfort of your climbing shoes, but we don't even need to see your fucking toenails and you don't have to see mine because you don't want to. (laughs) Real quick. Do you know that song fancy footwork by Chromio? No. Oh my God. It's fun. I, this was my jam in like 2000. Oh my god, it came out in 2007. Oh Good my god. Grief. Anyway, shit. I used to listen to this as I drove to high school. Um, I was in 7th grade. <laughs> you were well, like in 2007, I was like just entering. Yeah, high no, that makes sense. Um, I um, saw Chromeo in college. They came. They had fun outfits that were like metallic, obviously. Um, was very fun. This was a great album. I digress. I cannot uh, okay. wait to hear about fancy footwork in fancy climbing. Footwork. It's going to be great. Okay, but before we get into the episode, hello I'm Lauren. I'm a certified personal trainer and climbing coach. You're listening to the Average Climber Podcast. I'm here with my lovely friend, Caitlin, who's just slightly older than me. <laughs> rude. I'm so rude. Get ready, Lauren. It's coming for you. I know. <laughs> yes, I'm Caitlin. I'm a certified nutrition specialist. And <laughs> uh, before we get into more of the details of today's topic. Um, I'm going to be interviewing Lauren and identifying uh, some problems and she's going to give us some solutions. Uh, but first, podcast reminders. Oh, yeah. wait, do the no, do the review first. I'll do the reminders after that. Okay. Do the review. I love this. Well, review. So <laughs> after this review, the reminders will be helpful because then you get to tell people why they want to leave us a review. So yeah, exactly. Yes, it's fun. Let's do it this In one. addition to us <laughs> being really excited about reviews, um, this is included. So this is an anonymous review uh, titled "My Faves" in all capital letters. I love Lauren and Caitlin's dynamic. Two exclamation marks. You can tell they genuinely care about each other and the sport. Big hats off to Lauren's humor and for Caitlin for making everything so practical for real life. Highly recommend this show. Uh, prayer, palms, and magic stars. You're big on emojis here, and I appreciate <laughs> the use of them in your reviews. Yeah, Thank you, whoever great. wrote this. Um, and if you are the person that wrote this, send us um, send us an email. There's a link in our show notes where you can click and send me an email, and then I will send you some stickers. So thank you so much for the kind review. We love that. Um, 
speaking of reviews, um, also we do genuinely care about each other. This is this is not some this act is, for the internet. Yeah, this is not an um, act. I wouldn't hang dynamic. out with Caitlin in my spare time. <laughs> If I didn't like her. Yeah, we were friends first before we moved into a podcast together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hashtag friends first. Um, Yes. Okay. So, but if you leave a review, um, so if you want to leave a review, um, if it's on Spotify, you just go to the number, you go to our show page and you just hit the number of stars you think we deserve. If you could leave an Apple review, I I am an Android user and I am frustrated that it's not easier for me to like leave an <laughs> Apple review on podcasts. So I feel your pain if you are on Android. But if you're an iPhone person, if you have an Apple ID, uh, you go to our show page on Apple and then you just hit the number of stars that you think we should have. And then you'll click write a review and then you just write a little review. And then if we read your review on the show, send us an email and we send you some stickers. And isn't that fun? It helps us. You get stickers. Everyone wins. Um, yeah. yeah. I also want to remind you before we get into the show that we have a Patreon where you can support us by subscribing and providing us a monthly donation of sorts so we can keep this show going um there's always expenses that we have like travel and paying our editor and buying mics and stuff so any any little bit helps we really appreciate y'all um and let's see where you can find us as well so we both have our own respective businesses so i am obviously a climbing coach um and you can learn about ways to work with me at goodsprayclimbing.com caitlin how can people learn about working with you Yes, um, you can find me on my website, CaitlinHolmes.com, or you can find me over on Instagram at Dirtbag Nutritionist. Oh, yeah. And you can find, yes, yes. And you can find me on Instagram at Goodspray Coaching. Um, I do a lot of fun stuff over there. So cool. Okay, Caitlin, shall we get into eight footwork problems that you yes. probably have when you climb? yes you'll probably see yourself at least in several of these yeah yeah if you haven't run into these i don't know what you're doing (laughs) so (laughs) yeah you have fancy footwork anyway guaranteed if you're listening to this you're probably like yeah okay i see myself um anyway problem number one you put your feet in a lot of different places before you actually commit to using that foot. In other words, you have decision paralysis. Yeah, you like put it like eight different places. You scoot it around. It gets like (laughs) scooted three times before. This is like a big one. Like when I'm first reviewing um, videos of clients that are working with me, this is like such an easy one to spot for me as a coach and also such an easy one to tackle because it's like very simple. It's like, did we place it 18 times or did we place it once and move, right? So this one's (laughs) definitely like an easy one to work on yourself. Um, So a few tips for this one. One. Follow your foot with your eyes until it reaches the hold. So instead of just like putting it wherever and not looking, be like, I'm going to put my foot there and then watch it and then put your foot there. Then you're allowed to look somewhere else. So that's a really simple one. Um, I This is called the eyes on the prize drill, actually. Um, I'll probably <laughs> link to, yeah. I have a cute little poster in my um, office that says the eyes on the prize, and it's like a gal climbing. But I will link <laughs> to this drill. Um, I'll link to a few of these drills in the show notes. So if you're and like, the this poster. sounds like a drill. Um, and the poster. The poster <laughs> is so cute. Um, I really should. People ask me for the links to these posters all the time. Um, so, okay. Another thing. So another thing, like try to place your foot one time Um, like actually put it down once instead of scooting it around like this is kind of like a sticky feet drill but if you like scoot your foot 14 times like really the amount of like energy you will save in your climbing um, 
by just placing it once where it needs to go and committing to that is so much. So really like get into the habit of watching the foot and like placing it once um, and paying attention to this as a thing. Um, another couple of notes that I want to give you on this too. One, a sometimes we're like really attracted to like big feet, even if they're like super far away from us. We're like, oh, I don't want to use this shitty foot directly below me, especially outside when you have like more foot options. But sometimes a like smaller foot or like a slipperier foot or whatever directly below you is better than like a really big foothold that's super far away from you. Um, so sometimes you might be like, oh, I'm going to get like starfished out because at least then my feet are on big holds. You might want to just maybe not. maybe not maybe see what you can do by just putting, you know, a foot directly beneath you on something that is maybe not exactly what you would want to use. And you might be surprised at how that beta potentially feels better. Um, the other thing I'm going to call all of you out on myself included is we are awful about where we place our feet on jugs. We have no idea. <laughs> we just put them where the fuck ever because it doesn't matter because it's a jug. But sometimes it does. Um like, I remember this one time there was this climb on the moonboard uh, that I was working on with Coach Nate in one of my in-person sessions. And Nate was like, where's your, you know, if it's a jug, he's always like, where's your foot on this hold? And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, Nate, just wherever, because it's a jug. And he's like, wrong. Wrong <laughs> um, answer. Wrong. <laughs> so there's this climb on the moonboard that I was trying to do. And I was like, I have to cut feet on this. Like, it's so far. Like, the move's just so far and, like, whatever. And it was, like, one of the, like, big, like, white holds um, at the bottom of the board. They're, like, kind of, like, rectangle-shaped. And Nate was like, do you have to cut your feet? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I do. And Nate was like, where's your foot on this hold? And I'm like, in the middle of it. And he's like, what if you scooted it all the way to the right and used, like, the edge of it? And I was like, I still think my feet are going to cut. No, wrong. I gained like <laughs> inches from scooting it over and my feet did not have to cut and the move was way easier. So like just calling y'all out, if you feel like something is up and you're just like, oh my God, this is just like not working. I'm having to cut my feet. This feels really far, blah, blah, blah. And the foot is big. Pay attention to where you're putting your feet on jugs. Um, that's just an aside. I was like, I don't know where this fits into the problem solution, but like we climbers, we are not good about where we put our feet on jugs and we need to be intentional about it. Um, so Hopefully my voice is in your head the next time your feet is on a, your foot is on a jug and you're like having trouble with something like be intentional about it and try to place your foot in a way that makes sense. Um, yeah. So that's struggle. So that's, there's your, there's your answer to problem number one, where you put yeah. your feet in a lot of different Have more places. commitment. Yep. Look where you're going. Use your stickiness to your advantage. Yes. And all these things. Don't starfish. Got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. You don't, if you don't have to starfish, <laughs> don't starfish. Yes. Yes. I love that. Okay. Well, let's move on to number two. Uh, with this one, I feel like I've, I've seen this happen a lot and people are like, eh, I just can't crunch for it or, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. issues. I hate this. This one's one of my issues for sure. So problem, the foot feels too high slash too close. Yeah, Let's this is it. that like, it's so scrunchy. Like if you've ever said <laughs> that or felt that, like this is or, for you. You can only do that because you're small and I have to scrunch harder. Okay, <laughs> wait, actually though, side rant on that. <laughs> um, That's actually doesn't totally hold up or make a ton of sense because if you are smaller, unless you have some kind of crazy like arm length versus your height, you have less length in your arms. So that means when you have like your arms against the wall, you actually have less room to pull away from the wall to pull your foot up. So yeah. having longer <laughs> arms 
and being taller is really helpful for scrunchy more, moves. Like, because leverage you, points. Yeah, like you can get farther out from the wall and have more room for your legs. Like obviously this depends a lot on like your dimensions and blah, blah, blah. And maybe your yeah. arms are long, but your legs are like really long, like whatever. But just because you're short does not make you automatically good at um what at scrunchy moves and vice versa. And sometimes being taller can actually be an advantage when it comes to scrunchy moves. Um, So let's get that get height out of here for a second and just talk about like <laughs> what you can actually do so if the foot feels really high for you or too close guess what you gotta make it feel less high like that's what you have to do and one of the ways that you can do it to make it feel lower is actually like bend your arms and lock off because if you're like fully extended out and then your like knee is by your face that sucks but if you actually like Get, try to like bend your arms and pull yourself above the hold as much as you can or like make it feel like it's a normal height that will help a lot um doesn't always work but something to think about like what can, basically your thing is what can i do to make it feel lower so one of them is like bending your arms and getting your chest um as much above the hold as you can um the other thing to do is kind of the opposite which is make more space by getting your torso away from the wall um, and straightening your arms so maybe that means like leaning out to the side and making as much room as you possibly can for you to like get your foot up that doesn't always work but like whatever about it is feeling scrunchy think about what you can do with your arms and the rest of your body to make it feel less scrunchy and make the foot feel less high so those are a couple of options that you can use there awesome yeah super helpful very practical just sounds like making more space and yeah some body awareness yeah it's kind of a nice idea also, you might want to video this because there'll be times that you like think your arms are as bent as they possibly could be, and like they're not. Take video. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love that. Well, problem number three. Uh, this is the literally opposite. the opposite. Yes. The foot feels too <laughs> low slash too far away. I need help with this. So please yeah. tell me. <laughs> okay. So sometimes moves are sometimes moves are scrunchy. Sometimes moves are stretchy. Welcome to rock climbing. It's never Nothing what you want to Nothing is Goldilocks. Sorry. Nothing is Goldilocks. Um, sometimes it is, but usually no. Rare. If you're trying to try something hard, something about it's going to feel challenging. So a couple tips here. One is use momentum. Sometimes when you're like, the foot's so far away, I can't reach the thing. And it's like, well, you can't, but think of the hold, you know, one thing is like try to use momentum try to like actually like you know jump a little bit or like whatever think of the hold that's too far away kind of as like a tiny little mini trampoline and maybe you can like bend your knees or like boost off of it a little bit um or like swing your hips back and go up but try to like use a little bit of momentum add a little bit of oomph and that's gonna help um another thing if a hold feels really far away or if a move just feels really stretched out Remember your I's and T's. Um, Shout out Coach Nate again. This is something that he taught me, and it's so smart. So our longest positions as climbers are when we are in, like, our arms are in a T position. So just, like, completely outstretched. Like, that's as long as they can get. Um, Or where we're in an I position, where our arms are, like, you know, like, our right, let's say, like, our right arm is directly overhead, and our left arm is, uh, like, pointing straight down to the ground. Like, that's the most reach we can ever get. So, if you feel like something's far away, think about how you can get into an I or a T position based on where your feet are so that you can actually, like, get to the hold. Um, sometimes this also could mean, like, I think a lot of times people miss out on like twisting their hips. Like a lot of times if the hold feels really far away or the foot feels too low, twisting your hip into the wall so you can get like the most reach out of your body as possible is really helpful instead of being like 
squared up because if you can like twist your hip into the wall a of all that puts you closer to the wall and b of all that gives you from the tip of your toe all the way to the top of your arm in one nice straight line and that kind of gives you like the most reach you're ever going to get honestly so there's a couple of tips if the foot feels really low or like too far away use momentum and remember to get into these it twisted hip uh outstretched positions super helpful i love that yeah, short people, tall people, everyone needs that. You're going to have to get stretched out when you rock climb at some point. So everyone learn now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one. Uh, the feet feel too slippery or too small. <laughs> yeah, okay. So one thing is you got to play with the amount of pressure that you put on these footholds. So maybe you're like putting so much pressure that your foot actually like pops off. Um, that can definitely happen, especially with like slippery feet. Um, so kind of like yeah, experiment, like dreaded how- tension wall. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or like those like fucking, uh, dual text holds. Oh, setters are like, text. I'm going to be rude. And you have to like step on the like slippery, whatever. Yep. That's hard. So you got to play with like too much pressure. Not going to work. Not enough pressure. Also not going to work. You got to like play with the amount of pressure that you're using and really like experiment and be intentional with that. Um, second thing I want to call out pre turn your drop knees. If you are, so let's like, so imagine like a tiny hold, like imagine like a small foothold. There isn't a lot of room on it. Now imagine putting your, um, let's just go with, imagine putting your right foot onto it. And then as you do a move, you need to drop knee and twist your foot. Caitlin, what happens as you twist your foot with respect to where your toe is on the hold? You might pop off. Yeah. Why is that? Because your foot was in one position when you were in mm-hmm. one one po- <laughs> one position in one position. And yeah. then when you go to turn, it's going to twist shift. it off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So one tip I have for you on small feet as well, like especially if you're finding that it's popping off, especially if you're like moving it or turning it, pre-turn your drop knees. So instead of like, mm. instead of placing it, then twisting, place it pre-twisted so that it's already like in the position that you need it to be in when you are doing your drop knee um, or you're doing your like twisted hip Um, because if you know you're gonna have to pivot your toe on there and it's a super tiny hold you need to place it pre-pivoted so that you don't have the opportunity to like twist and pop off um that's that's an interesting one can I ask a quick question yeah totally (laughs) do you ever suggest that someone like I I think the pre-twisted knee is a really good idea. I guess I visualize it as like, put your foot where you want it to be when you do twist. Yeah. Like, do you, do you think that there's an advantage to one over the other? Does it make a difference? Is it just like semantics I at that point? I would say those are about the same thing because the thing is like, mm. if you are placing it already in kind of a twisted position, you're sort of like, instead of kind of like going onto the wall squared up and then twisting, you're sort mm. of like skipping that step and just yeah, like yeah, yeah. getting into that position faster, which I also think has like other advantages um to it as well just because you're kind of like cut into the chase if you will for sure so yeah i definitely think it depends on like what the order of operations is like maybe it's that like you place place your foot pre-twisted and then you have to like do a hand move or something to get fully into the like twisted position but you know mitigating the potential for just completely twisting your foot off the hold is always going to be a good thing with these like tiny feet um okay yeah good question cool that that Um, makes a lot of sense yeah. Okay. So those those are kind of my two tips. Play with pressure and uh, pre-turn those drop knees. Let's move on to number five. Number five. 
<laughs> missing out on heel hooks <laughs> um as a former heel hook hater that is converted <laughs> to a heel hook lover it is worth it to learn how to do these because there are some yeah. moves that are so much harder if you don't like there's just gonna be some climbs that are just way harder than they need to be if you don't know how to heel hook like straight up facts just yeah that's just the truth so some people just completely miss them because they aren't like good at them yet or they haven't like learned to use them or see them. So start trying to find them. It is such a useful thing to do that can save you so much energy. Like think about how big of a muscle, like how big of muscles you have in your legs and especially like the backs of your legs. Like that's so much muscle that you could just be using to pull yourself into the wall with your heel and like put those buns to work. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So <laughs> If you're looking, so if you're like looking at a problem, some things that might uh, signify that you could use a heel hook, big holds with like shoe rubber in a divot. Um, like <laughs> if you see, cue. that's a cue. Like if there's shoe rubber, like in some like kind of on like a big hold with like some kind of like divot in it that you're like, oh, a heel could fit in there. Like look for that. Um, it might not just be people's toe rubber. It could be heel rubber, right? Uh, look for like on a Retz. Arettes and like compressive problems where you're kind of like squeezing inward with your arms um, or your legs, uh, your legs, <laughs> use a heel hook. That's a good opportunity <laughs> to use a heel hook. Um, if you ever are climbing something and you feel like all the feet are facing the wrong way or it just feels like really hard to be pressing on everything. It's like these are big holds, but I keep like pushing on them and it feels weird. Um, you might just need a heel hook um, or pulling over roofs is another place where you might like find that heel hooks are useful so start just like looking out for these um we actually did a whole snack break on tips for heel hooking so i'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of heel hooks but you should go listen to the heel hook snack break if you Very are uh, yeah <laughs> if you yeah like go listen to that if you're like oh i need to work on heel hooks go back and listen to that super helpful so yeah yeah all right let's okay. do number six number six poor or unnecessary foot swapping yeah okay so foot swaps are hard um and sometimes they're what you got to do like if you don't have that many holds it's just like yeah we got a foot swap but there's a difference between jumping to swap so first thing is there's a difference between jumping to swap your foot and like softly replacing one so if you like jump to swap that's going to be a little bit easier to kind of like mess it up and miss with the foot that's like replacing your other foot um, so if, if there's any way for you to like softly replace the foot where it's like, you kind of like gradually peel the foot that's already on it off and gradually replace it with the other foot, that's going to be better. So let's say like in general, the less noise you can make and the more you can like softly swap your feet, um, the better time you're going to have. Um, the other thing is like, do you even need to jump swap or could you do, um, like more of a three-step match? So could you actually, instead of like swapping your feet because you just like step so it's called a three-step match because um i'm gonna put a video of this just because it's like easier to see it but it might be easier to just like walk your feet around the hold and then replace it versus like doing this swap like sometimes taking a couple extra steps to get your foot where you wanted it to be or like recycling some holds around you is actually more efficient than like jumping and doing this like super precise like swap so evaluate if you're having a hard time with a foot swap figure out if you even need to do that um, and to see if you can make the foot swap softer um, instead of like doing a jump swap if that is available to you. So super helpful. Yeah, I feel like sometimes it, it you can mix and match, but mm -hmm. I think sometimes the three step match is my MO, especially on our overhaul. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let's move on to number seven. All right. Forgetting you can smear. 
Yeah, don't forget you can smear. I think it's especially easy to do this um, inside just because it's like, I'm only going to use the colorful dots. That, <laughs> yeah. But you can smear. Smear on the volumes. Um, smear everywhere. If you, you know, sometimes you just need to do that. Um, one quick tip on volumes that I'm going to give you. So the best part of a volume to step onto is like the vertex. So if there's like a point on a volume, that's going to be the best part because your heel is free. You can kind of use it like a normal foothold. You can like push down on the top of it and then your heel is free mm-hmm. to like move around and pivot. Whereas if you like step close to the wall or something, your heel, like you don't have as, you don't just don't have as much like room to like kind of play with your foot position. Um, so that's a cool tip about volumes. If you're ever like, oh fuck, I got to use this volume and I don't want to try to use like the tip of it where there's like a vertex where a few points meet and that's probably going to be your best bet um in the best area to use the volume so that's there you so have it. smart nerd okay nerd Next. alert <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh, the last one not trusting your feet this one's hard this one takes practice um but i think if you're struggling with trusting your feet especially if they're like small or slippery or if you just don't like it first step is like evaluate the risk maybe there's a reason you're not trusting your feet where you're like this actually has a good chance of me slipping and if i slipped i could like bust my chin open on this volume or something like i don't know maybe the risk that you're afraid of is like legit (laughs) and maybe that's a risk you actually don't want to take or maybe you're like not trusting your feet but the fall is literally totally fine and like nothing bad's gonna happen right like so evaluate the risk Figure out, like, why it is that you aren't trusting your feet and see if there's any way that you can kind of, like, work that out. Um, And then also the other thing I just want to mention, this is something you kind of just got to, like, learn to do. And as your footwork gets better and as you learn to work with smaller, slipperier, feet in harder positions using all these tips I just gave you, this will get better. But also acknowledge that, like, the sooner you commit, the sooner you can just get off this fucking foot you don't want to (laughs) use. Like, fair. The sooner you get it over with, the sooner it's done, right? So yeah, something that could be, maybe that's your mantra for feet you don't like. You're just like, the sooner I commit, the sooner I can get out, out of this foot that I don't want to use, right? So that's there you have super it. helpful. I also right. watch videos of people on slab, and I feel like that's helped me figure out how to oh. trust my feet more. Interesting. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, <laughs> my thing. like 2024 goal, perhaps this will change by the time this episode airs, but I really... uh Maybe it won't happen, but I really want to like get better at granite slab next year. It's going to be awful and I'm like not excited about it, but I also think it'll be so good for my climbing and it's just something that I feel I need to like eat my vegetables and do so. Yeah, I hear you. I'm I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Well, I need to have a slab (laughs) situation. So there you have it. (laughs) All right. We got it. Well, cool. These are uh, eight of your uh, (laughs) biggest footwork conundrums so here's to better footwork and fancy feet anyway yes, lauren fancy feet by chromio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're all welcome for this bop okay Love uh it. so anything you want to share before we hop off um let's see um at the time this episode is being released your girl is in europe on her <laughs> she's not delay. here <laughs> she is out of the country um so yeah i will i'm probably like eating a i don't know croissant tasty <laughs> I'm I'm chilling. I'm having a good time. Um, so I think I might be. I think this day is the day we're kayaking. I don't know. So I'm out of office. Oh. Um, if you uh need anything while I'm out of office, there's a couple of emails. I'm sure I put an out of office message on Instagram by the time this is like whatever. But so refer to that. Um, 
and yeah i'll be getting back from vacation mid-october um so just if i'm taking a long time to respond to anything that's why um but you can always grab a self-guided training plan that can start um you'll be good to start those while i'm gone um but any custom plan stuff will have to wait until i am back um yeah and also no uh just no don't expect any content from me this podcast (laughs) is coming out but i i would post on instagram only if i want to i'm out of the office i'm chilling so that's what's going don't on don't bother me. don't bother <laughs> me i'm relaxing um well, yeah caitlin what about you <laughs> well i right now uh, my doors for three-month coaching that's officially closed until the new year shut so. it down shut We're, down shut so. it down you had your chance <laughs> <laughs> if you want to Uh, work with me in a comprehensive approach with your nutrition. I am accepting applications for 2024 to start in the new year. But otherwise, I do have a special offer coming up pretty soon with uh, an opportunity to work with me month to month. So look out for that. But that's pretty much all I got right now. So yeah, with that. Well, I think that's that's all she wrote. Um, Until next time, everyone. Keep Keep it. Average. Average. <laughs>